Megan Boswell was in court on Thursday, April 7th for a motion hearing. Megan is the mother of little Evelyn Boswell, who was reported missing in February of 2020. Reports say, though, that no one saw little Evelyn since December of 2019. On March 6th of 2020, little Evelyn's body was found on her grandfather's property in a little playhouse that Megan's grandfather built for her and it was said that she actually would play in this playhouse growing up. Evelyn was sent for an autopsy and those results are sealed. Megan Boswell was charged in her death and had a total of 19 charges. There are two counts of felony murder, aggravated child abuse, aggravated child neglect, tampering with evidence, abuse of a corpse, failure to report a death under suspicious circumstances, and 12 counts of false reports. There's different information saying 11 counts and also 12 counts, but in court there was an agent on the stand and they talked about each individual false reporting. Megan's lawyer Brad Sproles wants to actually sever the charges of false reports from the other ones such as the murder and the aggravated child abuse and neglect. He believes they should be tried separately. In the investigation it said that there were over 87,000 images, 57,000 hours of video footage, 18 hours of audio, and 28,000 text messages and more than 24,000 pages of social media. And according to the authorities they said that the stories all started from Megan Boswell in December of 2019, the first week, they said, to be specific. And this was two months before the authorities got involved. Little Evelyn was reported missing by her grandfather, Megan's father, on February the 18th. Here's where we get into the false reports. Number one, on February 18th, 2020, the same day that Little Evelyn was reported missing, Megan claimed that Evelyn was with Ethan Perry. Ethan Perry is Evelyn's biological father. Now it was investigated and it was proven that she was lying as Ethan was actively enlisted in the United States Army, and then he was stationed in Fort Polk, Louisiana. So it made it impossible that he had Evelyn. Then later that day, we are on the second lie where she denied having any knowledge of the location of Evelyn's whereabouts. The third one on the same day was that Megan said that Ethan Perry refused to return voicemails and text messages regarding Evelyn. And this is the false report of someone else having custody of the child. Number four on the same day, Megan couldn't give the date of the last physical contact of Evelyn and also it says here the lack of knowledge of her whereabouts. Number five on February 19th, she discusses the time frame in which she stated she gave Evelyn to Ethan Perry, which was a lie. Number six, the next day again, February 20th, she said uh, when she last saw Evelyn was with Ethan on December 26th of 2019, and she had no, not contacted law enforcement at the advice of her mother, Angela. She was seen on camera talking to the news about this. And as a side note, Angela, her mother, was in jail during this investigation off and on. She was getting into trouble with her boyfriend. So we saw her, I think, two or three times having to go to court. Now have a look at what she says about when she last saw Evelyn, and it was before December 26th, so she screws up. Tell me about the last time, though, that you saw Evelyn. Tell me what you guys did and when that was. We went to go out to eat, and then my mom came and got her. She was wearing a little hot pink tracksuit, 
with the matching bow, little matching shoes. And was this December 20, like right after Christmas? December A little bit before Christmas. Number seven relates to Angela as well, that she stated her mother has Evelyn, which implicates someone else. Then number eight on February 20th, same day, Megan states that Angela had Evelyn since mid-December and that Angela refused to tell Megan Evelyn's location and she didn't call the police because she was afraid that Angela would harm the baby. So false reporting regards to the time frame and implication. Number nine, so ninth time she lied, February 20th, same day, she said her mother had taken Evelyn and wouldn't return her because she owed her money but couldn't return Evelyn until the money's paid. Number 10, February 21st, she said Angela had Evelyn at an unknown location and Megan tried to locate her but didn't know where she was and didn't have any additional information. Now interesting here too, we saw Megan talk about Angela and saying she has her in a campground in Mendota and she gave quite the lengthy interview about that as well. And she says, you know, I'm gonna go and pick her up if I don't find out. Let's get into the last time you saw her. Tell me what that time was like and when that was. Well, actually I wanna talk about that. I've told TBI where to find her in Mendota. My mom took her to a campground and a silver camper and if they don't go tonight, I'm gonna to go find her myself. Because I've told them and they're not really like taking it seriously and if they don't go tonight, like I will go myself and go get her. Number 11 is February 23rd, so two days after that. And Megan says this time that Angela had Evelyn, um, but she gave Evelyn to an unknown person or unnamed person. And Evelyn is safe, but she would have had a better life with this unknown person. So again, implicating someone else. Number 12 is on February 25th. This is where the tables start to turn and Megan says that she was aware that Evelyn is dead, but she says it was either from Megan or her boyfriend at the time, Hunter Wood, rolling over onto Evelyn while she was sleeping, but she didn't know the location of where little Evelyn was. But there's other times she lied, of course. Now Hunter, as I said, was her at the time boyfriend, even though he says it was you know not that serious, but he saw quite a bit of her. He said that Megan told him that Evelyn was staying with Evelyn's father, Ethan Perry, while he was home on military leave at Christmas. He says they have half custody to the best of my knowledge. It's not my business to dig further into that because we weren't that serious for me to dig further. Now he also said while he was seeing Megan that Megan told him that Evelyn broke her arm while staying with Ethan. He, he says while Evelyn's father Ethan had the child, the baby, you know, fell off the bed and broke her arm and he took her to the hospital, that's what I was told. And she also said to reporters that she was pregnant and that she couldn't do a polygraph. And it turns out that they don't even do polygraphs there and the authorities didn't even know what the heck she's talking about. He literally said that every single time that Megan opens her mouth, that she lies. Literally, he says every single time. Sheriff, I know that one more question. You've all said that her story has changed, the mother's story has changed multiple times since you guys initially started talking to her. Yes. Since she's been arrested, has her story changed yet again? Or kind of what has what been like? Every time we talk to her, her story changes. 
I'm serious when I say that every single time. And in court, the agent said that the only false reports that were given were from Megan Boswell, and they believe that she is the sole person in this case to be responsible for the death and murder of little baby Evelyn. And the prosecutor said that evidence of false reports are relevant and admissible in the trial with the other charges. He says this can be used to show motive, show intent, guilty knowledge, and an absence of a mistake or an accident, that this was purposeful. He says that she was actively covering up for two and a half months. He says it shows state of mind and guilty knowledge. He says it's not going to reflect well on her character. What the defense says is what we are trying to avoid is a situation where the jury can say she's been found guilty of filing false reports in these counts, so therefore she has to be guilty of the murder. So he thinks it's a prejudicial problem. He says he wants two trials, not one. And the judge says he'll take it under advisement. The next court date for Megan is June 24th and also a hearing scheduled for July 28th. Her trial is on September 26th of this year. Let me know in the comments below, what do you think about this? What do you think about her trial? Will you be watching? Let me know in the comments below. Please check out this playlist if you are interested in the Megan Boswell case. I'll have more updates for you. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and don't forget to share. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you soon.